Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 201 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. Well, if you're listening to this in real time, this is the first episode of 2022. If you're listening after that, keep listening. It's still relevant, arguably even more so. (laughs) So it's the new year and that's when people usually set those good old New Year's resolutions. Do you guys know how long the average person keeps their resolution? I looked it up, so I do know. Actually, until about January 12th. That's under two weeks. Something like 80% of New Year's resolutions are never realized. That doesn't give me, and it probably doesn't give you, a lot of hope that those resolutions we're making or planning to make are going to happen. So I propose we look at the New Year in a new way. And I'm going to tell you what that is in a minute. But first, let me say this. If you do plan to set New Year's resolutions and you want to be successful in keeping them, Sometimes we fall short of our goals because we have this all or nothing mentality. So for instance, let's say we set a goal to lose three pounds a week until we reach our goal weight. I use this example because statistically most resolutions revolve around our health in some manner. So we've set this goal and the first week we nail it. In fact, we lose four pounds. But the next week isn't so great. I mean, we got a little slack with our eating and drinking. When maybe we went out with friends too too much. Maybe we, maybe our body's adjusting, or we weighed at a different time than we did the week before. There's a million reasons why the scale could go up. But anyway, we put one pound back on that next week, which totally kills our momentum. And we say, "See, it doesn't work," and we go right back to our normal way of life until the next new year. Does that sound familiar to anyone? (laughs) I know it used to for me. I mean, there have been a lot of studies that show the result we want is not the definer of how successful we'll be. It's actually the process we follow to get the result. There has to be a certain enjoyment you get from the process of reaching the goal. Otherwise, it's toast. So if you're setting resolutions right now and you're excited about the result you want, but you're also dreading the thought of having to eat healthy or dreading the thought of having to go to the gym, just relax. It'll be over soon. About two weeks statistically. (laughs) And that's when you're back to your regular scheduled program and you don't have to think about it for a whole nother year. (laughs) In order to stick with something, there has to be an element of enjoyment. I know this to be true because I've seen it work in my life over and over. I'll give you an example. Um, Just recently, let's say you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever, and you're the one that wraps the gifts. And you can appreciate this if you have a big family. Eventually, all that wrapping gets old. So I've started this new tradition of wrapping with friends. It's the best. It makes what seems like a chore actually really fun and super enjoyable because you're talking and laughing and rapping and before you know it you're done and you had fun doing it I will never go back if I can help it I've found a way to make that process enjoyable so the same thing applies with anything you're trying to do you have to have some element of enjoyment to it now we get into it we go into the new year whatever our goals with motivation and anticipation 
only to find that the motivation, it's depleted fairly quickly. And the anticipation, it fades into acceptance that it's just easier to throw your hands up, maybe throw in the towel, so to speak. For instance, with wrapping gifts for me, when I was doing it by myself, it usually ended up with me throwing a good portion of the remaining gifts in bags with tissue and calling it a day, which isn't that bad, but it isn't how I wanted it to go. When you find a way to enjoy the process, you don't have to rely on motivation, which is a good thing because motivation is fleeting. It comes and goes. All right, so back to the topic of New Year's resolutions. I have some bad news for you. (laughs) Don't worry. You know I'm going to follow it up with good news. The bad news is your desire to accomplish that goal or that New Year's resolution, if you don't reach it, it isn't going anywhere. You're still going to want it no matter how hard you try to numb it. It'll be there. And it could be the reason you feel bad because deep down you want this thing, but you don't seem to have the motivation or the discipline to see it through. If you have a desire to achieve something or do something, that desire is for you. What you're going through to achieve it is what life is all about. You only fail if you quit, right? That's what they mean by the journey. So if you're going to set New Year's resolutions, though, just know that the element of enjoyment has to be there or it's going to last about two weeks. So I propose we try something else. What if you took the new year to take inventory? What if you just took inventory of where you are, and then you take complete responsibility for how you got there? No blaming, no shaming, just acceptance that that's where you are right now. And it's exactly where you should be for your journey. Take inventory of what got you where you are right now, good and bad. I mean, we tend to focus on the bad when it comes to ourselves usually, but take inventory of the good too. More than likely, that activity alone will show you a path forward to success in the areas where you'd like to improve. So if you're killing it in your relationship, maybe it's better than ever. Celebrate yourself. Take full responsibility for that success. And remind yourself why it's so good and keep doing those things. Maybe you're killing it in your job. Celebrate that. Take responsibility for your success. Now, on the flip side... Maybe your weight isn't where you want it. Accept that you're here, and this is the reality. Then take full inventory of why it is where it is. I mean, we generally know, right? We know what it's going to take. But a lot of times we kind of play dumb, and often we have something or someone to blame. Sometimes you'll say, well, my husband eats bad, or my wife eats bad, so I do. My kids eat bad, so I do. My back hurts, and that's why I'm overweight. And some of it sounds convincing, and most people might even agree, but that takes all the power out of our hands and puts it somewhere out of our control. Taking full responsibility for every aspect of our life gives us the ultimate power. It gives us the ability and the mindset that we can do something about it. And when we think we can do something, we can. I would rather set no goal than to set one that I dread, and then I give up only to feel worse than when I started. And some of you right now are thinking, wow, she's the worst motivational speaker ever, (laughs) literally talking us out of setting New Year's resolutions. You could look at it that way, or you could look at it for how I mean it. Going into a new year, recognizing and accepting that we have control over every aspect of our life is so much more empowering than setting a goal that we may keep for two weeks only to go right back to our normal behaviors. We probably didn't get where we are in two weeks and we probably aren't going to get out of where we are in two weeks either. 
it's all about momentum of your mindset. You think you're a victim of circumstance and there's nothing you can do to change it? You're absolutely right. But if you take inventory and you say, I know exactly what got me here and I take full responsibility for it, now you've got the power to change it if you're ready. And that's the only way it'll work is when you're ready. And you'll know because you'll be inspired to take this class or to read this book or to join this group and you won't be in a hurry to get there. You'll just enjoy the process. You'll enjoy the new way of eating and try new things. You'll enjoy the new Facebook group you've joined or the team you're working with at the gym. They all have similar ideas and goals as you. You see, goals and resolutions, they're not bad. They're good as long as you believe it's possible for you and you have a plan for it. And that requires getting very comfortable with taking responsibility for the actions that got you where you are. You also have to know where you want to go. And you're worthy just as you are today. You're worthy of having the life you want. Do you believe that? Well, I believe it for you. So this is my challenge to you for this new year. Number one, take inventory. Take inventory in your mental health, your physical health, your finances, your relationships, and your career. Where are you now and what got you there in in each of those areas? Something as simple as rating it from 1 to 10, that's a very important part of this process. It might even be the hardest part because once you know what got you there, then you know what will keep you there. And if it's something you're celebrating, keep doing it. But if it's something you want to improve, you now know what you need to do to change it. Then you have to, number two, take responsibility for it. Pat yourself on the back if it's good and acknowledge your complicity if it's not. We may have good stories of why it's not our fault and they may be justified, but that doesn't serve you. and gives your power away and it makes it seem unattainable. Accept responsibility for your role in it and then feel the power of relief flood over you because now you can change it. Number three, get clarity on where you want to be. Do you even know? Sometimes we have no real idea of exactly what we want, so we're always thinking it's something or somewhere else. You might surprise yourself here. You may find you already have it. It just needs a little tweaking. But do this for each of those areas, your mental health, your physical health, your finances, your relationships, and your career. And finally, number four, take inspired action. Only inspired action. Don't force it. You'll know the difference because it'll keep popping up for you. The same book will show up. The exact course you need will show up at just the right time. You'll notice that new yoga place and be drawn to go in and give it a try. When you get those little inspired thoughts, that's your inner guidance system saying, you know that thing you want? Follow me here. Or get that book or that course. We need it to reach that. Deep down, you know what's right for you. And you know what it's going to take to get you what you want. You may not know every step, but you know the first step. And then the next step will show up if you take it. And when it does, you've got to just keep taking those steps. That's my New Year's resolution for you, for all of us, for me. Number one, take inventory of where you are. Number two, take responsibility for what got you there. Number three, Get clarity on exactly what you want. And number four, take inspired action if you want to make a change. Most successful people didn't know the entire path when they first started, but they took that first step, which led them to the next logical step. This formula works with almost everything. When you do these four things, you know where you are, you know how you got there, you know exactly what you want, and you're 
opening the door for inspired action. Now that's a new year plan I can sign on to. Share this episode with as many people as you can. I love you guys. It's going to be a great year. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.